Alright everyone, welcome back to the Anfield Roads podcast episode 2. So, we're back after about a month's break, almost exactly, and there's a bit of a, a roster change-up. We've got rid of Connor because a slight disagreement, and we've brought in a new member called Vasilis. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hello. And I'm back with Morgan, unfortunately. <laughs> you alright, guys? So today we're just going to be going over the Leeds performance, what we think is going to come from Chelsea and the weekly news, because there's been a lot that's happened so far. It's been um, way too much to keep up with, to be fair. And that's why we're here. Um, do you want to start with Leeds then? Yeah, um, it was just a crazy game, wasn't it? Like Klopp said it was going to be a title attack and... Yeah, I think I think he was right from the very start. From the fourth minute, it was a proper title attack, weren't it? Yeah, it was definitely an attack. <laughs> Defence was awful, really, wasn't it? There's not much you can say on that. Uh, shocked me a little bit with Van Dijk. And obviously, his attacking performance, he scored one and was robbed of a second because I don't think it was a foul from Curtis Jones. But, you know, we'll carry on. But... No, his defensive performance, he, he didn't seem all there, did he? But I'm guessing it's just going to be slight. He's going to be a bit rusty. He'll he'll get back into it gradually. And, yeah, I feel like it'll be fine in a few games' time. But the defence might worry me a little bit for the Chelsea game at the weekend. I wouldn't be too worried. I think Leeds game was a perfect example that we need to be more concentrated and I think Klopp would have worked defensively this past week to prepare for the game against Chelsea. 100% he would have worked defensively because it it weren't good enough, was it? I think I I think that was the exact game that Bielsa needed to get into the flow of things as well. I think we just fell prisoner to Bielsa's outstanding tactical play and obviously you can't you can't just say oh it was Bielsa like throwing up good tactics the the defence was still awful but it's Bielsa one of the best tactical managers in the world so I mean Leeds fans expect a few Leeds fans that I seen expected it to be close it were like not Leeds ultras but like you know the stats inside out of Leeds. Bielsa, it, they call it Bielsa ball, don't they? And it's like they've shown their class, and I feel like they're going to do well this season. Like a hundred percent, they will do. I don't think they're going to do like Wolves type of well, but I feel like a good tenth to twelfth place, mid table, they're going to be solid this season, and it's probably going to be all down to Bielsa. Yeah, I agree. He just signed a new contract as well, staying in the club. Uh, I think he'll he'll give a hard time to Premier League teams as well, not only Liverpool. And uh, they're here to stay, in my opinion. Uh, They're definitely here to stay. The other two teams that came up, not so sure. They didn't look the best this weekend, did they? But... No, to do with Leeds, they're definitely. Uh, I, I would put my house on it. Like they're staying up. Um, 
They've got some class players, to be fair to them as well, ain't they? Yeah, I think... they, they signed a lot of good players, some with big potential, and a lot of rumours as well. It just shows that they want to achieve a lot of things in the next few years. They have a lot of ambitions. Aaron, how have they pulled off Rodrigo, though? Well, because Valencia got rid of the economic recession. All right, now you need to put that into English. They've got no money. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Valencia. Nah, but for all three, uh, going off at Leeds, we we need to talk about Liverpool because I think that's what people are here for. It was, it was an amazing attacking performance. I was heavily impressed with Salah. Obviously, his goals, that's all people are going to look at. But if you look at his positioning, the way he like moved the ball, it was all one-touch football in the attacking areas. And I don't know, it's just, it gave me a lot of hope. And I genuinely think he can go for the golden boot this year. I think that's one of Salah's best performances I've ever seen, to be honest. He didn't look selfish at all. He was constantly looking to play the ball. He was constantly looking to move into space. And yeah, he was... Yeah, it's a good connection with Firmino and Mane. The only game I think I could say Salah might have been better in was the Roma 5-2 win, Champions League semi-final at Anfield. Yeah, but, that was amazing. But personally, I, I think, yeah, it's close, but I think this was his second best performance in a Liverpool shirt. We have to include the four goals against Watford as well. That was a performance. Position, but it's still a remarkable performance. Now, there's a day to forget for the defence. Obviously, we've said it, but how do you think we'll move on for Chelsea? What do you think is going to change? Uh, I just think uh, one, of the, one of the main weaknesses I've seen, Henderson is not a good defensive midfielder. He's, he, I don't think he's an awful player, but at defensive midfielder, he is awful. And when Fabinho came on, it didn't look like he came on to play a holding midfielder. It looked like he came to play pushing up the field more. And he forgot to follow Robin Cochin to the box when he scored, which isn't a great sign. But I think if we can get him back start and then... I was looking deeply into Henderson's performance. And I know you don't like him at DM, probably because your favourite player is Fabinho. But... Look at his work rate. Every single loose ball he was chasing, every header he was up for, everything. Every pass he was losing. <laughs> but he, he was giving his all and it's like you can't you can't fault our captain. He, he was giving us all. He was giving us all and it weren't enough. <laughs> but I don't know. I think you give a bit too much stick to Henderson when he's still a brilliant player. And he's, he's the captain for every for a reason though. He plays with the most passion. He's like, I don't know, he's like the engine in the midfield, the energy that he brings, brings everyone else's game up a notch. But, yeah. I'll go into the Thiago stuff later in the episode, but now he's coming to our midfield, it's really going to switch it up, obviously, a lot more squad uh, rotation. So, for Henderson, obviously he's our captain, but as much as you won't like to hear it, I think that's really going to, like knock other players back more than it will knock Henderson back. I don't think you understand Thiago's role in the midfield. 
Thiago is going to be like the centre mid, but more attacking. He's not going. I don't think it, they'll use him as a CDM type area. So Henderson, like Henderson, will stay in our team like solid because he's the captain. Like Thiago will take the Wijnaldum former role. He will be like them in in between Wijnaldum and uh, Cater. Thiago excelled in a team on midfield in Bayern Munich with a very solid defensive midfielder. And what's Klopp's favourite formation? A 4 2 3 1. And we're signing more attacking midfielders. I don't think it's looking good for, for your prediction. Nah, well, I'll stand by it. I'll stand by it. And if we ever get big and people are listening to this in the future, then just laugh at me in the comments because whatever. <laughs> anyway, we've got to move on from the Leeds game, but onto the Chelsea game at the weekend. How, what are you saying for it? Like, how do you think it'll go? Um, I personally watched the Chelsea-Brighton game and I couldn't say that I was impressed with the way Chelsea played. It was an average performance, but I think they would look to get some points off from us uh, for obvious reasons. We, uh, they are in the title race as well. And I think we will fight back. We will win the game and move on. I personally think, yeah, as Rochelle said, they didn't excel versus Brighton, really. And it looked like a vulnerable performance to me. The defence weren't great, the attack weren't great, and not really happened in between so I think if Liverpool can capitalise on that and see the weaknesses which Klopp's fantastic at doing in other teams then it should be an easy enough win but I still think Chelsea will manage to to scrap the way into the game rather than it being an easy one for us being a bit harsh on them there because they did score three goals and yeah they might not have shown what everyone thought they would show after the signings but yeah, they did. They didn't play bad. They got to a three-one win, and a win's a win at the end of the day. When we go there, I don't know. I'm slightly nervous about the game. I think we'll win it, but I feel like it's going to be a lot closer than like last season's. We only won two-one last season, but I don't know. I just feel like it's going to be a lot closer. It's like we're going to really have to scrap our way to like a one-all, one-nil win, maybe. I'll just happily two, take one. another 2-1 win because yeah, I've still got Reese James in my fancy football team and can't take him out. <laughs> I took him out of mine only because he had one good performance and now he's had that good performance, he's not going to have another good one for about six years. So I might as well take him out while I can. So I put Luca Dina in there instead. You say that uh, Chelsea, after completing all these signings, it's like a new team. They haven't played together as much. Yeah, of course, uh, Timo and Kai played in the Germany national team. But the other uh, guys, the other players need to work together, get some chemistry. It's going to be a tough start for Chelsea, I believe. It's it's nice to see that we've got them away so early because if their team does mould together as people think they will, then it's going to be a much tougher fixture to play Chelsea away in April than it is now. Are we doing... Should we do team predictions now? Um, 
yeah, we can do. So, do you have a start in eleven prediction for Celeste? Uh, I haven't written one down, but I can certainly say that Thiago won't even make the bench for obvious reasons. Um, the only change I could see is Mati being for Gomez. Yeah. Obviously, Van Dijk can't be moved. And maybe start Fabinho this time because Henderson came back from a long injury. I believe we shouldn't have started him in the Leeds game. Maybe he could have been brought on after like the 60th, 70th minute. But every, every else, everyone else seemed okay. They they played very well. Some players not so good like Trent. It was a decent performance for him. But yeah, that's that's the only changes I can see. Off the top of my head, I'm just gonna go with everyone that I think will start. It'll just be, it'll probably be a normal eleven. It'll just be Allison, Trent, Van Dyke, Matip, uh, Robertson. Fabinho at CDM, he'll come back in. Henderson, obviously, just because he's the captain. I think Wijnaldum will get dropped for Cater and then normal front three, Mane, Salah, Firmino. Uh, Thiago, I'll disagree with you. I say if he gets the permits, because I watched Klopp's uh, press conference earlier and there is hope that he could get a bit of game time. I don't think he will get any game time, but I think he will be put on the bench. He'll get a bench. Uh, role, but I don't think he will play this weekend. But yeah, that's my starting eleven. Aaron, I've got basically the same team, but I haven't got Henderson or Mathepin. I've gone with Gomez because I think if they do, if, if Werner isn't injured, I don't think Mathepin will be able to keep up with them. To be honest, so as much as Gomez hasn't been great recently, he's got the pace to outpace Timo Werner and keep up with them, and. I went with Fabinho, Keaton and Ginny in midfield because I think that Keaton has got enough flair going forward to push Jorginho into a midfield two for Chelsea, which he don't normally have two sitting midfielders. So just to make them more uncomfortable than usual, I think it'll be useful to have. And that whole uh, description is invalid. It's just because he doesn't rate Jordan Henderson. It is not. I rate <laughs> Jordan Henderson, but he's not as good as Fabinho. All right, fair enough. Um, right, just off the bat, two players to the game, one for Liverpool, one for Chelsea. Who's going to change this game? I'm going to go with Cater, if he plays, which I think he will, whether it's for Junior or Henderson. And for Chelsea, uh, I can see Kai Havertz having a good game. Okay, uh, Vasilis? Um. Yeah, I agree, Keita. If he starts, I believe he will provide a lot to the team. And for Chelsea, I'd say Timo. Timo Werner. He'll show us what we missed by not signing him. Right. I feel like I didn't word it very well, but I mean, like, players that, like, if they don't perform, the game's just fully changed. For me, I mean, I think Liverpool's player is Fabinho because we're going to win this game in the midfield if we do win the game. And we weren't very good defensively last weekend. So our defensive midfielder, he needs to be, he just needs to be on his top game. So Fabinho for Liverpool and for Chelsea, 
if Kepa doesn't put in a performance, then Chelsea always lose because Kepa's just been... He's not a 70 million signing, is he? I actually quite feel sorry for Kepa, to be honest. He's, he, he looks like he's got potential to be a really good goalkeeper, but he lacks goalkeeping coaching and confidence. I think the thing that's hurt his career is such a big money signing. The pressure that was put on his shoulders at a 70 million signing. If he was, I don't know, if he was just signed for maybe, who's a mid-table team? Maybe a Leicester. If he was signed at a Leicester for 35 million, he wouldn't be getting the stick he's getting right now. I agree 100%. Fair enough. It's quick. It's easy. Uh, So, anyway, moving on from the Chelsea game. Actually, you know what? Just a quick score prediction. What are you thinking? 4-2. A bit high scoring. To who? Liverpool, obviously. (laughs) Silas? I'd say uh, 2-1 win again. For us, of course. Um, yeah, as I said, we will come on top this game. Uh, I agree with you. Two-one Liverpool, and I'm just gonna go bold and say Salah's gonna get them both again. But I don't know. Um, so Aaron, do you want to talk us into the weekly news? I'm not gonna start with Thiago because that'd be too cliche. I'm gonna start with Jota, Diogo Jota of. I've thought he was a great player for a long time, to be honest, I'm not even just saying that. Uh, when I originally thought of wingers that I wanted us to sign, Jota was nowhere near me top five list. <laughs> but now that we've been linked with him, I do like the idea of signing him. Um, 35 million is a bit madness. What but I'm thinking, where the hell has this come from? Because yeah, ye- yesterday, bit, yesterday it was everywhere. It's Mayla Saar, it's Mayla Saar. Oh, they're asking for thirty-five million for him. That it was thirty-six, but and it was everywhere. Jota, I didn't even hear any rumours about him until about one o'clock today. It's now ten o'clock, and we're near enough signed him. I said in the group chat before Monday, he's done. It's, I guarantee it's, you. They well, Fabrizio Romano's come out and said that the uh, contract and all the clauses are just done they've agreed his personal terms and all that's left to do really is put pen to paper and unveil him as a Liverpool player which is a bit mad I can't think of where the money comes from though because this has always been a problem for us the only way I can think we could afford this is if we sold if it's certain that Ryan Brewster is joining Sheffield United or Crystal Palace, wherever he decides to go for 25 million, and Hover, or I don't know how to pronounce his name, uh, joins Wolves for 10 million. That totals to 35, almost close to what Wolves are demanding. We, so, we have the money, like. We got 175 million in bonuses after winning the Premier League. Like we have the money, it's just it seemed like we weren't going to spend it. But I feel like it's just been another masterclass from uh, Michael Edwards, FSG, just everyone behind Liverpool. I feel like it's been an absolute masterclass because it 
it's almost seemed like nothing was going to happen. And I, I even had arguments with fans, FSG out. And it's just crazy how it's all come from nothing. It's like yesterday, it seemed like nothing was going to happen. Today, I don't want to mention it, but something about Thiago and 35 million for Jota, it's almost as if they've just gone, all right, there's 17 days left. We've got to get the deals done now. And they've just whipped out the cash book. I genuinely wouldn't be surprised if John Henry's bank card's been robbed and we just get refunded tomorrow. But, you know, it, it's a bit mad. Yeah, but if the money was there, why didn't we get Timo Werner when we wanted him, when Klopp wanted him, when he wanted to join? If we got Werner, what happens to Firmino? I think there was a collapse yeah. in in our personal terms. I think there was a collapse in John Henry's bank card didn't get robbed and he was actually behind that one. And yeah, that's why we didn't sign him. Oh, it could oh. be for a million reasons though. We we may never know for sure. I want to pick up on something that Vasilis said about Hoover. Uh, I've seen a lot of people saying, oh, why are we selling him and that? I think that's a fantastic sale, to be honest, because 10 million for a player that isn't, let's be honest, isn't going to break into the first team ever. Uh, that's, that's a steal, to be honest. And that 10 million, oh, we can do, we can't do much with it, actually, but a f- 10 million it- for a player who's made, what, like, Three first team appearances is quality. You've got to think an 18 year old Kiana Herver getting sold is 50% of what we paid for Tiago. We only paid 5 million off, and so it's actually. No, it's a bit it's a bit crazy, but yeah, it is good business getting him out because I feel like. It's a bit harsh on him. Uh, it's just all the other people coming through now. Uh, Kiana made it clear that he wants to play right back. He's not interested in being a centre back, and yeah, that just puts him third choice behind Nico Williams, who he won't get past, and Trent, who he won't get past. So it's probably just the best move for his career, and a decent move for us because I'm sure we signed him for less than a million about two or three seasons ago. And now we've made 10 million on a guy that's played three times in cup competitions. Yeah, I have to agree. It's a very good move from uh, my perspective. But it's a very good move for him. Obviously, Matt Doherty left to join uh, Tottenham. So I believe he could find himself starting some games, get some playing time in the Premier League, which is very crucial, especially for a player and his age. Right, on to Thiago news. This podcast is going out on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. So he'll have been a Liverpool player for three days. We first heard about big news from James Pierce, who said was the most reliable Liverpool journalist last time. And he got a f- uh, you know, he is. He's better than Fabrizio Romano. Fight me. <laughs> he, leaked, he leaked the Thiago stuff first, and then Fabrizio Romano jumped on because he's a little rat. And then, yeah, Thiago's obviously a Liverpool player now. What are your thoughts on the signing? 
All right, so my first thing is you've just ruined the collab with Fabrizio Romano if we ever get that chance. So um, we want the James Pierce. Up the James Pierce collab. Right, up the James Pierce, but also we love you, Romano. Please come on the podcast in the future. Uh, so my thoughts on it are I haven't actually been this excited about a transfer. I don't actually remember a transfer I've been more excited for because, yeah, I, it's just we never buy pre-made world-class players. We're usually the team to make them. This is one of the best centre midfielders in the world. Like, and that's crazy to think we're in the position now that we're actually attracting these players. Man United were in for him. He's chosen Liverpool. Now, if you said that to me five years, no, maybe seven years ago, if you said that to me seven years ago, I would tell you you're lying. But now we're signing the best players in the world. It's kind, of, it's crazy. I haven't been more excited in a very long time. So how do you rate him out of ten? Um. I'll probably give it all life when I was I'm not going to be over the top. I'll say an eight. Go a on. solid eight. Yeah, yeah. I have to agree with that 100%. I'm a bit worried, though, because we have a lot of central midfielders. Like we have Wijnaldum, Keita, obviously Thiago now. We have the young Curtis Jones. Um, there is a lot of competition for the team. Squad depth is good, rotation's good, and you've seen it with Man City. They have, look at their bench, it's incredible. And if you want to compete with the likes of them, then you have to do what the likes of them are doing. And we're not going to break financial fair play uh, anytime soon. So we might as well just get a better bench because, you know, we're not money hoarders like City. There's no actual rumours about it yet, but I would not be surprised if... Chamberlain start uh, finish the season at a different club. Uh, I don't agree with you, but only for one reason, and it's because of his injuries. I don't think another club are buying him. Like until they're sure he's not gonna have his knee fall out of place on the very first game of playing for them, because he's injury prone. He's badly injury prone. So I don't think if anyone goes, it's going to be Wijnaldum. Yeah, it's a hit of a miss, really, with him. One day he's staying, the other one is leaving. It's very confusing. It's a very confusing situation. I hope he stays, like, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... I I read him a lot, like, he's maybe the second best midfielder in Liverpool right now. For me, at least. I, uh, I, I admire him, to be honest. He he has been amazing for us. He's doing a lot of work in the midfield. He's a, he's a underrated player, to be honest. He doesn't get the credit that he deserves. Yeah. Now, there's one last rumor that I want to bring up, and that's with Schalke defender Osman Kabak. Uh, personally, I've never seen him play. And what are your thoughts yeah, on same. bringing him in? Well, I saw him play tonight, and oh my god, uh, I feel bad for the kid because if he's staying in that Schalke team, 
and they get battered like that. It's been 8-0 to Bayern Munich. Um, yeah, get him out of there. I don't think he's going to come to Liverpool because, look, our centre-backs, he's not going to break into the first team and he's a young he's a young prospect. I think he's 22 or 23. 22. Now, 22, yeah. Uh He's not going to break into the first team and he's not going to want to waste his career on Liverpool's bench. So, if he goes anywhere, he'll go to a... He he won't come to England, personally, I don't think. I think he'll go to a team... Barcelona are on a rebuild. A, a team like them would love him and I feel like a team like them would be best for him. Liverpool isn't the option for Kaba. I've got one more question relating to your back then. Do you think we need to bring in another centre-back? Yes, but I don't think we need to bring in a well-known named centre-back. We need to do another Joe Gomez-type signing. Young, very high potential, cheap. What are your thoughts on Billy Cometio or Vandenberg? That's what I was going to bring up, Cometio, because he's my best mate. And my old football, my old Liverpool account, I got the ends with them. So we're basically best mates. Phil knows. Um, I think he's going to be a quality player. All the academy staff have said that, or Klopp's even said that he's looking ridiculous, but his haircut is looking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why has he gone bald? <laughs> yeah. Billy, mate, if you're listening, come on, get on all that. What were you thinking? Um... Good for squad depth. Will they ever make first team quality? I don't know. Billy Kumatio, he has more time and he's already getting, uh, obviously, all his training with the first team. So I think he has a better chance of making it than Seth Vandenberg does. But in, what, maybe four or five years' time, I wouldn't be surprised if you see Seth Vandenberg going off to a random team like Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, Paul Joyce has just said that Liverpool have agreed the fee of forty one million pounds rising to forty five for Diogo Zota. Fucking hell. Really? Hover, however you announce it is valued at nine million plus four point five million in add ons to move from Liverpool to Wolves. Well I'm yeah. trying to be a reliable source, so hurry up the podcast so I can post guys. Yeah, Melissa Reddy <laughs> said the Wolves have accepted just shy of ten percent guarantee fee in the next twelve months. That, that's, it's a brilliant, that's a brilliant signing now that is a live reaction on the very second about the second episode and you've got a live reaction to Diogo Jota joining Liverpool well what a week <laughs> what no, no what a day yeah have any of you been keeping up, up to date with week. League One uh, I watched all the EFL on Quest thing the other day uh, I am angry. <laughs> Swindon, <laughs> Swindon played brilliantly. Um, did you see? Shit. Did you see League Two? South End defending. Oh, I remember <coughs> South End within the championship. Sorry to interrupt you, Paul. Um, but James Pierce also confirmed. Oh, it's done. James Pierce, she fucking sexy. Oh. Do you want to? Do you want sex, James Pierce? <laughs> All right, keep this monetized. Oh, <laughs> we have a fifteen percent sell-on clause for Kiana Hoover. Oh my All right. God, nine billion guaranteed, four point five in add-ons, decent. 
So, yeah. to anyone listening, me and Aaron are from England, so right now it's half ten uh, local time in <laughs> the night. Vasilis is from Greece, meaning it's half past midnight, so we're going to have to <laughs> try and hurry up this recording for his sake, because <laughs> I do feel kind of bad. So, uh, it's all right, move on to questions, yeah. Move on to questions. Now, I have got a couple of questions, and Vasilis has got three questions. So, do you want to go with yours first, mate? Yeah, yeah. Just one second. Oh. I have a question from Nick underscore Pool. I think um, he asks, how do you think he will adapt in the Premier League? Obviously, asking for Thiago. He doesn't really need to. Obviously, he needs to adapt to the league, the physicality of it. But when you're that level of player, do you really need that much time to adapt? He's one of the best in the world. He's played all over Europe. You saw him at Bayern against Chelsea and Tottenham last season. I think they won 5-0 and 7-2 or something like that. They don't, they don't really need to adapt. He'll be straight in. He knows Klopp well, obviously, the German link. And Klopp will fit him right into the team. I was surprised at how good at English he is. He's going to fit in perfectly already because he can speak to anyone. I understand Thiago better than I understand Harry Kane. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think Thiago will need much time to fit in either, to be honest. I think that I think the thing that he'll struggle with the most is building team chemistry, but I think no one in the team's really got a big ego and he'll make him feel welcome enough. Alright, next question. Next question comes from underscore Bakarmunskin underscore. Um, th- this was screenshotted by Jordan News. So he asks, who do you think we're going to sign after Thiago? Uh, <laughs> Obviously Jordan now, but uh, let's change. Do you think we will buy another player after Jordan? Right, I feel a bit psychic here. So to answer his first question, I think we might be signing Jota, but I'm not 100% sure. And will we sign someone else after Jota? Uh, I think that's what's done in the transfer market. I'll be shocked if we do get someone else. But two in one day, uh, yeah, anything can happen. So... To answer the other question, I don't have a clue. Well, I think we'll be looking at a few youth prospects. That's about it. Maybe. I don't know how true the, the rumours are, but Dembele on loan. So. Now Jota's in, I don't think that's going to happen. No, no reason for Dembele. No, neither do I, but the, the, the rumours are still there, so can't rule it out yet. Oh, Fabrizio Romano just confirmed. It's just, so, here we Diogo, go, yes. Diogo Jota to Wolves is here we go. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. Anyway. 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 Final question from you, Vasilis. Um, I have a question from. Actually, can I? Can I have two? Yeah. yeah no worries. Yeah. From Thomas Barney Eight, he asks for Premier League table predictions. To just to save time, though. Just do top six, top seven. Right. Now let's say top. Top seven off. and the relegated teams. Yeah, 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 that's fine. Okay. Do you want me to go first? I'm just going to go on my page quickly. So, 
relegated teams, Fulham, bottom of the league, West Brom, 19th, and Aston Villa in 18th. Those three are going to go down. Top seven will be Wolves in seventh, and then upwards, Arsenal. This was a bold prediction. I kind of wish I didn't make this, but Tottenham, Man United in fourth, Chelsea in third, City in second, and Thiago Paul in first. I've got pretty fucking similar, to be fair. 20th West Brom, 19th Fulham, 18th Aston Villa. And I made this before the season started, so don't come at me for putting Tottenham in the top seven. So, we've got Wolves 7th, Tottenham 6th, Arsenal 5th. They could easily finish 4th, though the way they've started. 4th, Man United, 3rd, Chelsea, 2nd, City and 1st, Liverpool. Is that the same top four? Yeah. Ready for the next one? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And uh, GZ Mr. Connor asks if you had to sell a player from the starting 11, who would it be and why? I find this very interesting. Oh. All right. We, I'm just going to go through each player. We can't sell Allison or Van Dyke because they're both, they stabled our team. Trent Scouser, future captain, no. Oh. No. Yes. No. Yes, he's the future captain. Okay, we'll have to stay at a different time. Um, so, goalkeeper and defence. I feel like the defence has to stay the same. Front three. No. Uh, oh, this is a hard one. I was thinking, you know what? Now we've got Thiago, Genie Wijnaldum. Wait. Does Curtis Jones count as a... Do not sell Curtis Jones. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'd, I'd say... Don't even. As hard as it is for me to say this, I'd probably say Mane. Not because I don't like him, because I fucking love the man. But he's he's not getting any younger, really, is he? He's not, not as good as Salah. Not as important as Firmino, and we'll probably be able to get in the region of 300 million post pre COVID. 300 million. If this is before, I don't think we would now, but if, if COVID didn't happen, I reckon we'd be able to get that much out of Um. So, yeah, I would, I would probably say Wijnaldum. So, who do you say, Aaron? Mane. Mane, all right. Vizilis, who do you think? Um, it's it's a bit hard to be honest. Um, I'd have to say Vinaldum because yeah, he's turning thirty. I I know he's very important to us. As I said, he's for me the second best midfielder right now. But there is a future without him. I can see at least. And obviously, I believe the Barcelona move would be great for him. Working with Coleman, Coleman, sorry. Um, yeah, say Vinaldo. He looks like he's on his way out as well. All right. Um, so my questions. So the first one comes from Liverpool underscore post underscore central. He said. So the first one is where do you think Liverpool will finish? First. Obviously first. first. I think we we'll struggle this season though a lot more. 
I'd say less than 90 points. Uh, I don't know if I agree with the less than 90 points because we have been solid. But, yeah, we will finish first either way. Uh, it's going to be a lot closer because I think City will give us a run for our money. But, no, first. Uh, the next one is hidden talent in the team. Money. <laughs> talent. Um, I'd have to say, if Sakiri wasn't injured, I think he would have been what Jota is going to be. I, he, he has showed that he's a top-class player, but unfortunately, injuries have held him back. I think you've got to finish off with Shaqiri because if he, didn't, if he weren't injured, he'd probably would definitely be one of the best players in the league. I don't think I'm overstating there. He's genuinely got the talent to do it. He's fucking got. He's definitely got the calves to do it, that's for sure. I, I, wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say mine is a hidden talent, but... Aaron, remember when you laughed at me, Takumi Minamino? Shut up, shut up. Yeah, but I, I went saying that he's going to score overhead kicks. Right, uh, Vasilis, uh, this view as well. On the very, very first episode we ever did, which sadly isn't live anymore. Sorry, guys. If it is, it is. It definitely <laughs> it, is. It's on Spotify. Oh, for God's sake. Um, in the very first episode, I said that Takumi Minamino is my favourite player because it was actually like in one of the weeks that we signed him. And I was there like, give him time to settle in and he will be a hidden gem in our team. And everyone laughed at me. But we gave him a few weeks to settle in and that Arsenal performance gave me a little bit of hope. Yeah, I remember firstly when Takumi was announced I was in school. I couldn't do much post about it, but I was excited. A lot, and I I agree with you a hundred percent. He he took a while to settle in, but that's obviously natural. A lot of players take time, and now he he definitely looks very solid. He looks like he has a future in this team, a place in this team as well, and. He could make a few good cameos from the bench this season. Obviously, this is a decisive one for him. He needs to keep up. He needs to perform well. Uh, on a real note, I think there are actual hidden talents. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, actually, wait there. Give me, give me a second. I think. You could give Billy Kumetti a shout. I've never really seen him play, though. Yeah. And for people saying Curtis Jones, they just want he, to say his talent isn't hidden. Yeah. He's, he's clearly a talented player. Yeah. I'd say Nico Williams. As much as it is, not, he's not very good defensively, but it, well, he's like 20. You can't expect him to be great defensively yet. He's not very bloody hidden either. But... He, Go on Twitter and see the absolute disrespect that he gets, and then you'll then you'll understand why I say I that he's say that he needs to prove to me that his Liverpool quality. I I, I am not sure hundred percent yet, at least. Yeah, but I swear he has more assists than Aaron Wan-Bissaka. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> really we've got a better to sim. Right. Anyway, um, Golden Boot. Who's winning it this season? Ooh. 
and very close battle between Salah, of course. I think I don't think Ings is going to have uh, as good of a season as he's had, and I think Vardy will not be close as well. I'd have to say no. Actually, Salah will be pretty clear. Three, four goals clear. And second, keep... I'd say Obama Young. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll keep mine short and sweet. It'll be between Salah and Obama Young, but yeah, the, Liver- the Liverpool bias will come through. Salah will win it. Obama Young will win it. Fair enough. Um, and the final questions come from Geordie Sport LFC. And he says, it's really all about Thiago. He said, just any questions about Thiago? Are we happy with the signing? Is that a question? Uh, I absolutely hate the idea that we've signed one of the best midfielders in the world. And I'm just gutted sending back. I want a refund. And how will he fit into our team? I think... (sighs) He's obviously one of the best midfielders in the world, as has already been mentioned this episode multiple times. Um, I, I don't think he can be annoyed with £20 million for one of the best midfielders in the world. He's probably going to be a straight, a straight swap for Ginny. And he also, to me, looks like everything that we've wanted Cater to be since he joined. So he could be a good eight mentor for Cater coming through. Uh, for me, he's going to fit very well. I think he's made for our system. He's made for our team. He will. He he won't need time to settle in. He's a top class player. I think he will perform very well from the start. So that's all the questions that I have, Vasilis. Is that all the questions you've got? Yeah. 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 I'm done. All right. So does anyone else have any interest that they want to point out or bring up? Um. Swindon are the best team in League One, <coughs> and Liverpool are champions of England. Go so we today we created a Twitter account. If you want to go and follow that, it's underscore Anfield Roads Pod. I recommend going to to follow it. So, uh, what's the name of the Instagram, Morgan? Uh, so it's the Anfield Road Podcast. It's just yeah, basic Anfield Road Podcast on Instagram. And do you just want to plug your, your own account? I feel like Vasilis should do this first because he will carry us this episode. So, do you want to plug yourself? Me? Yeah, plug your page. Yeah, it's lfctransfer.s. Well, get him to 27 belts just to laugh at... <laughs> no, 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 you've got 27 belts now. Um, Down to 28. 21. Congrats you want... on your 27 No, get him to 30. Belt. Yeah, you know what? Getting to 30 belts by the end of this week. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, congrats on 27k, man. Thank you. I am underscore the Reds Daily underscore. I hate having to use underscores, but someone robbed the name and they've got about four posts from 2013, the snakes. That's the worst. <laughs> it's annoying. <laughs> but no, um, the Reds Daily on Instagram. I'll leave links uh, to both of our pages in the comment section. Aaron, are you going to carry on Carpite TV? No. No, fair enough. So, yeah, you have nothing to plug. 
but the Twitter, I'll put the link to that in the bio. So follow me, follow Vasilis and follow our Twitter account. This is also going to be on Spotify as well. So if you're listening on there, then please shout us about, please stream it. Just get us as many streams as possible. Get us out there. Tell your friends about us, really. Anyone that wants to listen to a Liverpool podcast, because we're going to be doing this weekly. Anything you want to say, Aaron? Just enjoy the next few episodes because they're going to be great, as you can see from this one. (laughs) Now, this one's kind of a starting basis. We might get shorter over time, but look, we've got to start from somewhere, don't we? Yes. Now, that's everything. Mm -hmm. Follow all the socials. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. See ya. Bye.